We're joined by Scott Kellogg, who is the uh, educational director of the uh, Radix Center uh, in the South End of Albany. And they're going to be holding, I guess, the last of the three days or efforts around uh, planting on Saturday, November 12th, planting uh, fruit trees uh, near the um, uh, Radix Center uh, in the South End. So, so, Scott, I know you've been on several times before, but want to just give us a brief introduction uh, about the Radix Center and why plant fruit trees in the South End. Sure. Thanks for having me on. Yes. So the Radix Ecological Sustainability Center is a nonprofit organization in the South End of Albany teaching ecological literacy to South End residents and particularly to youth, uh, maintaining a demonstration site of sustainable tools and technologies designed to teach urban residents, again, with a particular focus on youth, how to have greater local access and control over essential resources such as food and water, waste management, energy production, really interested in the intersection of environmental and social justice. So this planting on November 12th is going to be the third and final with our current round of funding for the South End Biocultural Diversity Forest Program. And we have to date planted 100 trees in the south end of Albany. And we're going to plant an additional 50 on the 12th, bringing our total up to 150. And we are specifically targeting the south end of Albany, which is a formerly red line neighborhood that has a dearth of tree cover that results in higher temperatures, as much as a 10 degree temperature difference between neighborhoods with significant tree canopy coverage and those without. So as climate change progresses, this is something that we're going to need to pay particular attention to as our vulnerable populations of people are going to suffer the first and the worst of a consequence of being in a warmer world. So as somebody who is not an expert on uh, tree planting, understand you have you know 50 mature apples, uh, pears, cherries, and a bunch of other trees. Um, how, how big are the trees uh, when they are planted? And isn't uh, mid-November a little tough for a tree planting? Yeah, so there are two tree planting seasons up here in the northeast at this latitude, and those are spring and fall. And those correspond to when bare root trees are being harvested. Uh, trees ideally are in a state of dormancy when they are dug up out of the ground and then transplanted into a new location, which is, uh, is, is a shocking experience for a tree to have that done. But uh, that's typically done in April and then again in November. November is actually a great time because the trees are pretty solidly dormant and they're going into the ground. They're already sleeping and they'll have all winter to work on regenerating their root systems. And then when they wake up again in the spring and start putting out their leaves, they've had time to adjust to being in their new home. And these trees are fairly large. Uh, as a requirement of the grant, they need to be about one inch diameter or what we call one inch caliper. And that's so that they stand out more as a tree and are less likely to get trampled on or knocked over by a snowplow or, or anything like that. Now, you already planted 100 uh, trees. Um, how have, you know, they've been doing so far or, or neighbors paying attention to them? And how long will it take before 
they actually start producing, you know, fruit for uh, neighborhood residents. Yeah, so the trees that we planted last year are doing great. We worked all summer having crews of folks out there, our high school youth employment program, Radix staff, our AmeriCorps employees out there watering trees using our electric cargo tricycles, uh, bringing uh, 20 gallons of water to each tree per week. And this was a particularly challenging summer to do that as we got very little rain. So there wasn't much help from above, but we got the trees through the summer and some of them actually already were starting to bear fruit. So hopefully pretty soon they'll begin producing once again. And wanted to discuss the aspect of a little bit, the, the edible component, because that's in addition to trees providing benefits in terms of cooling, air purification, carbon sequestration, biodiversity enhancement, stormwater infiltration there's also potential for them to be food producing. And that's something that's commonly overlooked or actively discarded by municipalities because they're concerned about the potential mess that fruit could create. And my counter argument to that is that in a food apartheid, food swamp neighborhood, that's not going to be an issue because the need for food is so great that any food will be harvested off the trees. And that's been consistent with what I've observed in the South End. For a number of years so we're very interested in this idea of urban agroforestry let's combine street all the benefits of street trees with the potential to be food producing as well to increase local food sovereignty now the, the radix center is actually only a few blocks uh, below the uh, governor's mansion so has governor hopeful or lieutenant governor antonio delgado stopping by to help plant any of these trees we would certainly welcome them to come okay um, now, is this something that is being done in other other cities around New York or even around the country? Around the country, around the state, the D.C. has an urban and community forestry program. That's actually the, the primary funder of our program. So they're incentivizing this work to be done in a number of places. I think as people are becoming aware of, 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 of the idea of climate justice and the, the extent of the, the, the work that needs to be done, the challenges that we're facing, particularly in our urban centers and with vulnerable populations, when we're looking at ways to intervene and have an impact, that we can get a, a large return on investment, so to say, with street tree planting in terms of what it takes to actually put them in the ground and then what we get in return. I am personally a huge advocate of investing in green infrastructure, particularly with trees, as the yields that will come from them will last decades into the future. But we really, the time to act is now. We really need to plant a, a diversity of tree species in our urban areas, uh, not just a diverse diversity of species, but trees that themselves have genetic diversity, meaning they've been grown from seed. That the more diverse our tree population is and our urban forest is, the more resistant and resilient it's going to be to stresses in the future, like a lot of the diseases that are coming down the pipe and that will be compounded by the, the impacts of a warming climate. Now, this tree planting is taking place on Saturday, November 12th, uh, from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. 153 Grand Street is the uh, address of the Radic Center. Do you need volunteers? Do volunteers just show up? Should they call ahead to let them let you know you're coming? 
we absolutely need volunteers. If they could contact me at sk at radix, R-A-D-I-X, center, C-E-N-T-E-R.org, that would be great just so I have a sense of, of how many volunteers we can expect. But it's also fine for folks just to show up at 10 o'clock at the Radix Center, 153 Grand Street, and we will begin planting trees and work until they're all on the ground. We have about 90 seconds left. If people want to find out more about the Radix Center, uh, I know you got a website and are there other events or activities coming up that you'd like to let people know about in the last minute or so? They can definitely check out our website at www.radixcenter.org. Get in contact with us if you're ever interested in coming and visiting the site to learn about volunteer opportunities and other events in the future. We're sort of winding down a lot of our programs for the winter, but we'll be ramping back up again in the winter or spring as we start doing maple syrup tapping and then get ready for events like Earth Day in April. And does the Radix Center offer, you know, training workshops for, for people during the year? Yeah, we offer quite a bit. So again, check out our website where we'll, we'll be posting uh, offerings for, for educational workshops and volunteer opportunities. Well, thank you very much. We've been talking with Scott Kellogg, the uh, educational director of the uh, Radix Center, 153 Grand Street, South End of Troy. And this has been Mark Dunley for the Hudson Mohawk Magazine.